0: Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam?
1: Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome
0: back. Another Truth Be Told episode. Yeah. Well, we, again, just want to thank you guys for going ahead and sharing and tagging us in socials, right? It, it really does. It, and even reaching out and letting us know the impact, What I think it was like four weeks ago maybe, we had mentioned it and we had so many people. It's so cool, right? Because we don't actually get to see who listens to the podcast. For sure. So when you guys go ahead and share and and tag us or shoot us a story or a testimony whatever it is, it is so encouraging for us and for our faith to be able to connect with that. So thank you for doing that. For sure. I was
1: even talking to somebody this week and they were like, yeah, I just discovered your podcast. I didn't even know you guys had one. And I said, well, I'm really glad you did. And I said, what's funny is people, often the feedback we get is they feel like they get to know the real Chad and Jade. Right. Because this is kind of where we let loose a little bit and banter back and forth. Right. And
0: Just, you know, just for the context, right? We typically record these Sunday night after we put the kids to bed at like 9 p.m. Right. And we're just chilling, you know. So it's always a very laid back kind of setting. For sure. Um And... I kind of like it, right? We're also not like teaching deep theology. It's more just like opening up like practical life situation stuff.
1: But listen, before we get into today's, I just wanted to say next week we have a big announcement happening. You are not going to want to miss. If you have not... Uh, what is it done the bell or whatever on Spotify and stuff to subscribe to what is it when you get notified I don't oh my gosh I don't know yeah
0: yeah. ring the bell whatever you're supposed to do oh no that's
1: YouTube when you have the bell when you subscribe just
0: follow us on Spotify whatever
1: make sure that you're following us on whatever Apple podcast platform you do listen because you are not going to want to miss next week's podcast we have the biggest announcement we have ever made
0: yep it's big
1: it's, it's big. Huge. And luckily I'm already pregnant, so you know it's not a pregnancy. Nonsense. Yeah, no, she's she's
0: fully knocked up, guys. She's fully pregnant right now. A whole now. eight months knocked
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you're not going to want to miss it. So make sure that you are uh, getting away of being notified. But- right.
0: So, today we're going to dig in. Yeah, we're going to dig
1: into something that I've really been thinking about. She's
0: been pondering this. I have been pondering this. He always
1: makes fun of me when I say I've been pondering things, but I have been pondering this. Um, But we decided to call it The Crossroad of Circumstance. Mm, And I know that's kind of a a very proper, maybe, title or whatever. But where it comes out of is I've just really been thinking lately about the different types of people. Uh, there are when it comes to circumstances. You know, right. there are people that when circumstances in their life happen, they are completely taken out by the circumstance. Um, they Their identity changes. They lose faith. They change they, their doctrine. They change their doctrine. That's a big one. And then there's other people who you look at and they've had the worst things happen to them. But man... They have not let it shape them in any way. Right. They've let it refine them. They've let it teach them. And that's what we're going to get into. But it it hasn't become them. Their circumstance hasn't become them. And I've really been thinking about that. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, Chad and I in the last, you know, year or two years or whatever, I feel like there's been a couple things thrown our way that we've had to make the decision personally of how we're going to move forward. Probably me worse than Chad just because I'm a female and everything's more emotional.
0: No, babe. No, if, especially when you're pregnant, not. but definitely there's been not some things that
1: too. you know that I've I've felt have been thrown our way, and I've had the decision, and I feel like I've had to come to a crossroads in my life of how am I going to respond to this? Am I going to let this ruin me, and is is it going to turn me into a victim? Is it going to turn me into somebody who feels hard done by, or am I going to take this and decide that? This is gonna make me better. This is gonna fuel the fire that I already have on the inside of me. And I was reading Paul. She
0: I think was reading said, Paul. What book of the Bible were you reading, <laughs> Paul? Paul. You got about a thirty-five percent chance of being right.
1: I was reading about Paul, and the Holy Spirit led me to Second Corinthians six. And I'm gonna go ahead and read
0: the whole this.
1: Bible. This it's a bit of a it's a bit of a portion of scripture so just buckle your seatbelts but second corinthians 6 3 through 10 and it's entitled paul's hardships and this is what it says we live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us and no one will find fault with our ministry in everything we do we show that we are true ministers of god we patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind we have been beaten been put in prison faced angry mobs worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, and gone without food. We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us, and by our sincere love. We faithfully preach the truth. God's power is working in us. We use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the left hand for defense. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest but they call us imposters we are ignored even though we are well known we live close to death but we are still alive we have been beaten but we have not been killed our hearts ache but we always have joy we are poor but we give spiritual riches to others we own nothing and yet we have everything now don't get me wrong i'm not comparing myself to paul in any way but what stood out to me what stood out to me so much was perspective. Right, The man's perspective is wild. And if you follow along in the New Testament and you read through the letters that he wrote the different churches and, and things that he said, it was a perspective difference. Paul had every reason. You, He had so many crossroads of circumstance right. in his life and in his ministry where he could have chosen to let the bad things that were happening to him or the blows that were being dealt make him some kind of way and every time he chose the way of faith yeah every time he chose the way of victory mm-hmm. and it really comes from a perspective um and so i was so impacted by that portion of scripture because of that
0: yeah no and i mean that's like he is the perfect example because like my wife's saying you know the man was shipwrecked multiple times he was beaten multiple times he went through all of these things and you have that moment Right, And I'm sure you've been through things in your life. Maybe it's a loss of a loved one. Maybe it's a loss of a job, a a hard situation that happened. Whatever it is, maybe people and how they treated you and what they said about you, it has the opportunity to change you and to own you. And I think we should be a lot like Paul. And it's I almost want to call it like prevailing faith. Yeah, that's good. That no matter what the enemy tries to throw at you, That you will prevail through the faith that God has empowered you to have. And uh, I was even listening to a, a teaching the other day and it was decisions determine destiny. right? And the enemy is continually trying to throw things at you to see what will stick. Can I tell you this? That if the enemy throws a hard situation at you and he gets you. That every single time he wants to keep you from being productive, he just brings up. That's why you might say, man, it just seems like I take one step forward and then this thing comes up. This My health goes bad again or something happens in my family or somebody starts talking bad about me or it seems like my car breaks down or whatever it is. Right. Once the enemy finds out how he can control you and manipulate you and cause you to not fulfill your purpose... He will keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Think about it, right? Look at all the different avenues the enemy tried to destroy Paul with. Like, dude went through everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think you've had a difficult life, yeah. like, just read about Paul. Yeah, for sure. But it's crazy. And just like Jade's saying, right? Perspective is everything. But perspective isn't... It Okay, I guess perspective isn't everything, right? right. Perspective is helpful, but perspective combined with faith... Yeah allows you to prevail, for sure, right? And you come to this crossroads. And that's why we're, we're doing the podcast for this week, because I believe that there are things that you need to decide in your life, non-negotiables, roads that will never be crossed. And those come from deep convictions in, in Jesus. And, yeah. you know, we just want to talk about a little bit uh, of these things. And we made a few points around this, but I, I pray that this is helpful for your... for
1: sure so I would say that the first point that we kind of kind of talk about is your trauma isn't your identity the thing that happened to you the thing that was so terrible the thing that was life altering for so many it's not who you are it's what happened to you but it doesn't have to be who you are now don't get me wrong you know I was even thinking about this babe there's a, a even a fine line in this because I do think trauma does have a place in terms of teaching us something so Here's what I mean by that. I'm not saying that God puts yeah. gives us trauma. Right. What I'm saying is we have the option to respond to a trauma that happens mm-hmm. by letting it teach something. So I also don't want to us to kind of communicate this message that we're to so move past trauma that it's as if it never happened mm-hmm. but there is also a teaching that can come out of that right there's a refining there's a uh you know what what the enemy tried to kill you yeah. kill you with just made you stronger right. do you know what i'm saying right
0: all right, right yeah and <laughs> i mean trauma is just simply not your identity right ever Right, It's not who you are. It doesn't become who you are. But you're right. There are things in life that will happen. And you will come, just like we said, to a crossroad. And you get to determine whether it it makes you stronger or whether it's going to redefine who you are and you're going to change to adapt your life, to look at it through the lens of whatever has occurred.
1: For sure. You know, you even need to be careful in your walk as a Christian with using words like triggers. Now, triggers, don't get me wrong, Like I understand what they are and stuff, but if something is still triggering you that, is due to something that happened to you 10 years ago, I question how healed up you are. Right. And what I mean by that is God is a healer and he does a full work. Yeah, You know, oftentimes I think we only let him do a half work on us. We let him do a little bit here, a little bit there, but like there's not a full work because sometimes I think we get so wrapped up in the things that have happened to us. So if we were to get fully healed from them, we, we almost don't have an identity yeah. anymore because it got so wrapped up in that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I shudder a little bit. But when I hear people say like, oh, yeah, I'm triggered because of this, you know, this thing that happened 10 years ago. And so when somebody says this, it really triggers me. Well, don't get me wrong. I understand things will remind you of things. Mm -hmm. But when God has done a real healing work, Mm -hmm. you don't even have to be triggered anymore. I guess guess what I'm trying to encourage you with is there's hope for a greater level of healing than Mm -hmm. maybe what you've been walking in.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, this is not to condemn anybody. This is actually to give you hope of, man, there's a step further I can take that thing that happened to me, okay, God's done so much, but there's more, there's more freedom, there's more healing. Yes, yes, there is.
0: Yeah, and to kind of even look back at what you just said a minute ago, when God, so we have to know what is coming against us, For sure. right, and who is coming against us or what the situation is because like Jade said, right, God does not tempt you ever. The Bible right. says that in the book of on James. You. He doesn't put things on you that he's redeemed you from. When God tests you, it's a test to see if you're ready for the next level of your, your destiny. Right. It's a test of obedience. It's a test of loyalty. When the enemy comes to you, he's not testing you. He's tempting you to lead you down a path of destruction. For sure. And so, you know, you're going to come to even crossroads. I consider this. Look at Abraham, right? Abraham came to a crossroad where God called him as a test to Go out and leave his family and leave his comfort zone and take that step of faith. That was a test of obedience. Right? It wasn't a temptation to bring them lower. Mm-hmm. It was a test to say, if you'll do this, I'll bring you higher. For sure. You know, and so it's also even in this understanding like things that happen to our lives. If it's labeled as trauma, it's from the enemy, right? Like God doesn't put trauma For in sure. your life. But when the enemy attacks, God can mature you and strengthen you yeah. as a believer. And that's what the Bible, right? What does the Bible say that we should do? We should be equipped for the work of the ministry. We should grow to unity in faith and we should grow to maturity. God is bringing you to a level of maturity so that when things like this come up, they don't change you.
1: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. When bad things happen to you, there is a time of being raw. There yes. is a time where things hurt. You know, Hunter recently, went we went to the playground and she took a wipe out I mean yeah. the girl fell on cement and it was like scraped her arm open scraped her leg open scraped her chin open and I keep telling her every day because she keeps saying my booboos are still there and I'm like yeah they're there but they're healing mm-hmm. they're gonna get better you know a lot of people have that raw spot it's made to heal god Mm -hmm. god's created us to heal right in the in our natural body but in spiritual things as well he's made us to heal but many times we keep scratching so we keep the wound open and every time the wound tries to close every time the thing tries to heal we force it open again but we got to let the healing take place because we're we're created to be healed
0: right right and so number two at every circumstance there's a crossroad to become a victim or a victor
1: so this thing happens you're raw you're ripped open you kind of feel like you are taking blows and you know there's levels for everybody you know i'm to one person this might be something huge and to somebody else this might be something small that has happened
0: right.
1: the the reality is every single one of us face a crossroad and mm. i believe we face a crossroad every single day
0: yeah
1: um right when it's raw to even when the thing is healed we mm-hmm. still face crossroads of Am I still going to let this be this thing that happened to me 10 years ago? Is this still going to be something that I'm going to allow to hold me back from decision? You know, maybe an opportunity came, but because you have like PTSD of something that happened 10 years ago, you don't take the opportunity that came. So every, every day, I even dare say you stand at a crossroad of a circumstance Any circumstance, whatever it is, and you get to decide: Am I going to be a victor or am I going to be a victim? And you do have the choice, right?
0: And your decisions determine your destiny. Yeah. If you become a victim, now you're subjected and enslaved to whatever you've surrendered to. Right. The only thing I'll ever surrender to in this world is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And when I surrender to Him, I'm saying yes to Him and no to everything else. Yeah. And I'm I'm making a decision that nothing will ever change me for sure Outside of God's word, right? And obviously, I understand like natural life things, and there's experience and growth and such. But I've surrendered first to the Lord, and my decisions from that moment determine where God can bring me. For sure. And there are some people that they've remained in bondage for years and years and years because they came to that crossroad and they stopped or turned the wrong direction, and they're wondering where God is and what God's doing and how could He leave them? And you know, and I want to tell you today that God has not left you at all. Absolutely. But your decisions. Decisions may have brought you in a direction that aren't beneficial, that don't create freedom. When you start to celebrate, and I see this online all the time, where people are bragging about how much anxiety they have, or all the stress that they have, or all the fear that exists in their life, and they start to celebrate it like it's a trophy that they wear. For me, all that shows is somebody that's been unwilling to surrender their life to christ unwilling to surrender certain things to the lord and don't wear it right because symptoms that's fear right symptoms mm. that's anxiety symptoms that's you know trauma so you know, all these things and we start to see them pop up all over the place but all that shows is you came to a crossroad and you chose not to follow the path of faith
1: right Right. You know, I know we may be coming on a bit strong and, you know, you might be listening to this and you're kind of feeling like, well, you don't know my situation here's what I want to encourage you with our revelation of the Bible is just one of victory. And so because I've seen over and over again that I can have victory, it's made me desire it more and more. So now when I am at this crossroads of things happening, I know there's victory for me. I just have to make the decision to go in that direction. And it does take bravery, right? It does take, uh, A level of dying to self Mm -hmm. of saying, you know, I could hold on to this thing because sometimes it feels good, right? Sometimes when things (laughs) happening, we're justified in those things. We're justified in the hurt that we're feeling. We're Absolutely. And so sometimes it can be tempting to want to stay in places like that. But we have to know the message of the Bible is victory. And we just celebrated Easter, you know, and I even taught it in kids' church today. Like Jesus died so that we could have the victory. Yeah why 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 are we choosing you know to live any less than that um we have a lot more uh we have a lot more power over things than I think we realize. And that power has come from Jesus. Yeah. You know, that resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible says that that Holy Spirit that's on the inside of us, He gives us that same power. And so we actually have more power than a lot of us are utilizing. And so when we have these crazy things happen to us, whatever they may be, we've got to realize there's a power on the inside of us and it's an overcoming power.
0: Absolutely. And look, without... A battle, there's never a victory. Sure. And God has a promise of victory for your life. The Bible talks about, and, and I guess this is point three, but faith prevails every time. The Bible talks about in 1 John 5, 4, that we overcome the, the things of this world through yeah. faith. And I don't, again, we don't know what you've been through. I can tell you though, that I've seen endless stories, Absolutely. countless situations where people were hopeless, where people were broken, mm-hmm. where people have faced things that are unimaginable, that are, are, are heart-wrenching. But God stepped in and did the impossible. And God stepped in and gave them the victory. Those but God yeah, moments, right? Exactly. And I just think it's such a promise from heaven. And God wants to take you and lift you out, right? Of that miry clay. God wants to take you and lift you up. But you need to understand this that faith always prevails. Always. It may not look like it in the moment. Look, when Noah cut himself out from the rest of the world and he was the only righteous one, what was different about him? He was willing to stand for God. And he's building a boat. And in the moment, people are looking at him for years saying, Look at this crazy guy building a boat. But guess what? faith prevails it rained
1: yeah
0: it flooded and he was lifted up while everybody else sank down for sure you know you look at joseph he prevailed through faith he could have said i'm a slave right i'm only going to ever be a slave this is the hand that the world dealt to me instead he sought god and god gave him favor and lifted him up yeah. Gideon could have said, and he even said it to the Lord, I'm just this, I'm just that. The Lord found him hiding mm. like a coward and he called out the potential in him and lifted him up and gave faith and encouragement to Gideon. But Gideon had to act on it. Understand this, your breakthrough from breaking off that victim mentality and becoming a victor is showing up ready to fight, Yeah, is showing up And saying, Lord, this is me and your fight. I'm not doing this thing alone. You just look through. David, he prevailed by faith. Every single one of them. We look. They prevailed by faith. Amen. Faith is your victory.
1: Absolutely. And
0: the battle, look it. People get nervous about a battle, but you should get excited. You should get excited because it's another opportunity to kick the devil in the teeth Absolutely. and put him in his place. You know, God wants to use your life to shame the devil. Absolutely, God wants to use your life to build his kingdom, God's kingdom, and reach people yeah. and change lives. And he has a promise to prevail in every situation. Absolutely. It's exciting.
1: It is exciting. Hey, let let us encourage you with this. When people look at you, when you look at yourself, they don't have to see pain. They don't have to see suffering. They don't have to see heaviness. They can look at you and see joy and peace and freedom.
0: Yep, and do not allow life to change how you think in what you know God's Word says. Allow God's Word to transform you, which will then transform your life to always prevail and become victorious in Jesus' name.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media, as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.